Welcome back to the Rhino Show. I'm Austin. As always, I'm joined by Tal. Hey, y'all. And our special guest this week, Danny Phillip. How's it going, guys? So you are the president of, of Turning Point at Ohio State, correct? Yep. So tell everyone a little bit about all of that and what you like to do at these uh, colleges, Turning Point. Well, we like to argue with uh, liberals, uh, face a lot of backlash, but it's uh, pretty fun. We got a big event. Charlie Kirk's uh, coming to campus March 22nd, so we're looking to get about 1,200 students to that. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to it. A lot of uh, protests already planned, so, yeah, oh should, be an, should be an interesting couple of weeks here. Is it for just Ohio State students, or is it for, like, other students also? It can be for other students. We have a bunch of students coming from University of Pittsburgh, so they're driving like three and a half hours just to see Charlie, which is pretty yeah. cool. So yeah, they're coming from all over the place. But but then again, so are the protesters. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, that's great. Got to love the protesters, you know. But I can't help but think, you know, that's Ohio State, which is located in Ohio for anyone that didn't know. Um Ohio no. is the place that Joe Biden won't go to. So <laughs> don't worry. Joe Biden will not be your protest. I don't know if a bunch of liberals will go there because they're kind of trying to ignore the whole Ohio situation right now. You know, uh, Pete Buttigieg went there finally, though. So I guess that's a step in the right direction. He only went there like three weeks after he should have. But uh, it's great to see the administration finally stepping in and doing something. Yeah, honestly, I'm really annoyed of like the way that Democrats are like talking about this whole situation lately because we know Trump went there. You know, he donated pallets of water and cleaning supplies and whatnot, but they were saying that his intentions were were wrong and whatever. And like I'm over here, like whether his intentions were good or were not that good, um, he still helped those families that were, you know, their lives got flipped upside down and he was there. And where are you talking about the president of the United States right now? Uh, it's it's crazy to me that we expect more from Donald Trump than our own president. That says so much. But yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they said they uh they sat back and did nothing. At least uh he came, helped the people out, but that's typical uh government. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least we had some democrat politicians saying that they they wish that we did more to help with the recovery and that um, Pete showing up so late was absolutely absurd because why? Yeah. Um, Trump, he basically I played dress up. Someone so long together. Or, or, um, and I really Tr wonder why Biden is a nation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Trump showed up. He didn't play dress up like uh, Buttigieg, so. I don't know if you guys saw that mm -hmm. clip, but Buttigieg was complaining about white people uh, in the construction force. And then he shows up being a white guy playing dress up three weeks late. It's like, do you do you not see a problem here? Like, you're just complaining about white people and you show up as a white person dressed up, looking like you're going to do something. In like reality, it was a photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it's like. <laughs> but you, you want to complain about Trump going to buy people McDonald's and bringing all these supplies. It's like, Trump's as close to an everyday citizen as you can get out of a politician. Like he literally is like, I know the McDonald's menu better than you. And I, <laughs> I don't doubt that he likes his McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. but people want to say it's all for political gain, which don't get me wrong. It 
there probably is motive for that. It makes him look good, but at the same time, he actually mm-hmm. cares, and that's something that Biden does not. Because as this clip I'm about to play, Biden clearly states he doesn't want to go. He he's already done his job. So let me play this real quick. Yeah, so Biden, he doesn't know what Zoom is. Sounds like somebody I know. Um, <laughs> he then uh, proceeds to talk about a song from his day. Yeah, like, we don't really care, Joe. And then doesn't take any questions, turns his back to the American people and walks away. Talk about symbolic because that's what he's done his whole presidency. Walked, turned his back and walked away from the American people. Walked towards ice cream trucks. Yes, there may be one in the distance. I couldn't tell. Yeah, well, if you're going to take such like a disgusting, absurd stance on the situation, at least like practice your BS excuses before, like, you know, you're going to be questioned about it, you know, it's just bound to happen. So. Yeah, I like how he says, uh, like, oh, yeah, I talked with everyone. And then they go, so if you talked with the mayor, oh, no, I don't plan to talk to the mayor. It's like, okay, well, then you haven't talked to everyone. (laughs) That's the guy who would know better than anyone what's going on there. So. Yeah, yeah he, like Joe, who have you talked to then? <laughs> yeah. He was probably he was probably talking to his bookshelf, his fucking his desk. I mean, yeah, he's 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 gone. <laughs> yeah. It it's hard to watch. Like I, I'm sorry for anyone that had to sit through that, but you know, if we had to hear it, you gotta hear it from the man himself. And it's really sad to see I mean uh, yeah, like you said, they don't even like prep him anymore for his speeches they just let him say whatever he wants he's talking about songs from 60 years ago give or take 10 years who knows with his age um but the dementia is really kicking in it's i can't even believe they let him answer like two questions he should have turned his back sooner i guess honestly why would they even try at this point though because this man has said such absurd things before and everyone just turns a blind eye to it we're like oh it's joe biden that's why you know they don't have to try why would they (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy who was talking about rubbing his hairy legs, and we're surprised he's now talking about some song from 60 years ago or whatever. I mean, he'll say anything. He's literally like Ron Burgundy and Anchorman with the teleprompter. If you just put something on there, he'll say it. I think they might just start doing that and just to sabotage him. <laughs> Yeah, just like like he did before, end of line, repeat sentence or whatever it was. Like yeah, he's, he's he's already done it before. Oh man, but uh, yeah, he won't go to Ohio, but he's been in Ukraine. He had to go visit his buddy Zelensky. Those two look like they're about to make out or something. That one picture it looked kind of gay. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, that's where his priorities are at. America last, Ukraine first. So Tal, I know you're a big Ukraine supporter. What are your thoughts on this? 
honestly, every single time that I think about Zelensky at this point, I saw a video before and it was of Zelensky dancing. And I keep on, I keep on forgetting that this man, like, acted. Did you see it? Yeah. 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 I saw that video and then I questioned maybe uh, him and Biden are going to uh, hold hands or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> I can't ever see that. Watching has not seen that video. I retweeted it. So, <laughs> yeah, go check that out. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> really all I think about. But yeah, it's just down to like the way that that they dress when they meet each other for these things too. Honestly, we know that this money is just going um, to Ukraine to cover up their that family's crimes. So, um, but yeah, Zelensky's always like dressed down. He's like in his sweats and stuff, and then mm. Biden's like dressed up to meet this guy. Um, yeah, it's a terrible look for us. I mean, the guy didn't well, have enough respect. Dollars weren't a terrible look for us. It's definitely the clue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just to, like if you're going to steal money, at least dress up for the act, right? Like mm. most con artists, at least look good when they steal the money. I think, like, I, I think that's a general stereotype. You know, this guy comes over looking like he's homeless. Look, I mean, he he does look like he's in the war. I mean, he, I'll give it to him. He he's played this part for a year now. He's he must be a great actor. He's he's getting all the money he needs. But um, this whole thing is ridiculous. Obviously, they don't want peace there. You know, money is in war, and that's what this is for. But um, I just I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it was never about peace, and never will be about peace. It's about control. Um. And it's about just the further destruction of the United States. The more money we give away, the weaker we get uh, in every facet. Um, and so Biden's going along with that because obviously he's all for the destruction of the United States and the destruction of our country. So they're just going to keep pushing it uh, on and on. These people, though, like we don't care that our tax money is being you know, used to fund this fake war. <laughs> You would like think. Democrat, Republican, potato, I don't care. Your tax money is going to fund this BS war. We don't even know where this money is the, going. The media is... Well, yeah, all the Democrats voted against uh, auditing of the money because most of that money's then funneling back into their pockets, as we saw with the FDX, St. Bankman-Fried stuff. Um, they're mm -hmm. all bought off. They're all paid for. And at some point, the American people are just going to have to say enough is enough. Yeah, I I think a conversation we got to have now is um, is Russia really the big bad enemy that the media is portraying? And a lot of conservatives don't want to have this talk, but I think it's time we have this talk. So we're going to create some enemies, but guess what? I don't care. I like doing that. Um, so you listen to Putin speak, right? Then you yeah. listen to Zelensky or Biden speak. I think it's clear just by the speeches alone. Who, if you did not know their backstory or who was representing who, who would sound like the good guy? And I, I'd say everyone with a brain would say Putin would sound like the good guy. Would you not he agree? Sounds, he sounds like he has a little bit of common sense. Um, right now, he's just sitting there mocking us, rightfully so, because did you hear that that speech of his? He was talking about how we are normalizing pedophilia and the mocking of children and and perversion and how. You know, we have lost literally all morals, values, everything, you know, that we once had. Even our religion is just twisted. Here we have priests blessing same-sex marriages and so on. He's the only one that sounds like he has a little bit of common sense. 
Yeah, I I saw that video. I encourage everyone to go check it out. Um, like you said, he, he's literally breaks down everything. Right, everything he said is correct. And we have politicians on both sides of the aisle that will not call anything out, but yet Putin will do it, and he's factually correct. And we mm -hmm. just don't have politicians that have the balls to say what needs to be said because whether you're Republican or Democrat, they're all bought, they're all paid for. You know, they don't really care about the interest of the people or our country. So it's it's amazing that uh, it has to be a foreign leader to actually state what's going on in our own country. Yeah. But uh, our government yeah, is uh, the downfall big time. Yeah, he's a I would say he's a bad guy still, but at least he puts his country first. And I respect that. Uh, all these other countries, uh, Germany, Italy, all of them, France, all the European countries in the United States, Canada, they all push for other countries before themselves, especially the United States. And at least I can respect the fact that he puts his country first and he respects their interests ahead of other countries. Yeah. And I think, obviously, I mean, we could say every world leader is a bad guy. It's just the scale of how bad they typically they are. I mean, yeah, you might say Putin's a bad guy because of what he's done in his past. Biden's a bad guy, too. I mean, we're not going to ignore that. You know, um, these world leaders, especially like, the Biden administration, you look at our politicians, you look at Hillary Clinton, you look at Barack Obama, like these people are, these people are bad too. It's just how the media portrays them really determines their outlook. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they try to make Putin seem worse than he is like this whole war. This is a civil war between Russia and Ukraine. Zelensky and Biden are trying to turn this into a world war. I wouldn't say Russia is the one pushing for world war, but I'd say it's definitely... It, it, it America is doing more harm than good because they are we are pushing for world war more than Russia is, I guess, is where I'll leave it. Um, but yeah, that until our government turns its way around, we're always going to be in this position because that's, that's how we make our money. We love war, so well, because we're just instigating this entire thing right now, anyways. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the exact same exact same uh, scenario as uh, when we went to Iran and Afghanistan and all of that. Honestly, where I hear, you know, like, oh, China's the enemy, Russia's the enemy. Like, no, it is your own government. <laughs> it's, it's our government. We're the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every branch of the government. We can go all the way down to the FBI. Just remember what they were doing over the summer. So mm -hmm. top to the bottom. You know what else is an enemy? These fake conservatives. They're they're uh, some really bad enemies to have on our side. Um, Jeffrey Star, have you guys seen that thing? Yeah, it's been shared everywhere by these conservatives, these conservative organizations, these presidents of these conservative organizations. Um, some of the biggest <laughs> conservative influencers I've I've heard of. They're sharing this crazy video around of Jeffree Star now being some role model for the conservatives, which is just mind-blowing to me because he said one thing, and um, he was saying that they, them, was, you know, a little bit ridiculous. It's just stuff that was made up during the pandemic while he's sitting there. He is sitting there in high heels. <laughs> I can't with this thing. So let me play this clip for you real quick um, and listen to this thing, and then we'll make fun of it afterwards. I'm not into all the other bullshit. I think 
What other bullshit? The they and them. Yeah. And all that extra shit that we added during the pandemic because everyone mm -hmm. was so bored on their fucking houses. They just started to make up more shit and more, more shit. More stuff, more stuff. Yeah. That's where the conservatives like me because I'm just real. Yeah, you there's do no, have a conservative you're not vibe to you. Them. You're trans, you're male or you're female. And you're standing and on that. Get so mad when I say that. How are you a they? What the fuck does that mean? It's stupid is what it is. Yeah. But you need someone like me that looks like me to say it. Because if you say it, it turns into you're homophobic. You hate trans people. You hate gays. And it's just how you feel. You don't hate anyone. You just think it's stupid. Yeah, a real conservative like me, he said, I guess he's a he, a, a creature I'd call him. I don't know what you call him. But yeah, he's a real conservative. And then you look at him. Yeah, he's, he's nothing of a conservative. Yeah, for that guy to be like, oh, you have a conservative vibe about you. Like, no, sir. No, sir, you do not. You were sitting there in high heels. He's out there like, oh, a man is a man. A woman is a woman. Like, I can't. Ain't no way. <laughs> you know, but laugh when I see, like, first of all, it gives me nightmares just looking at that thing. Because that thing is like straight out of like a horror movie. Okay. I don't know if it's a clown or, or just something from sci-fi, I guess. But, um, and then it really has the nerve to say. You know, well, it, it's just <laughs> stupid. It, yeah, um, clown. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's just over here. Like, yeah, that's stupid. You need someone like me to to say it, or you'll get called homophobic or or transphobic or something. It's like, yeah, conservatives are are literally using you and propping you up because of the way you look. you look so stupid that they are using you to push your talking point across. Like they are literally using you. Because you look stupid. Please get that through your head. Okay? These yeah. people, this is what they do. They'll find a gay person that says one thing. Right. They'll find this thing in a dress and, and they'll use that person until their talking points wear out. That's what these conservative events do. That's what they – I guarantee you Jeffree Star is at some conservative events in the future because this will be the face of the party for the next couple months because they said something relevant. That's yeah. all it takes. I have two things to say. Yeah, Number this... one, I never want to hear – the word stupid come out of that thing's head that thing's mouth ever ever again because right now he is married to a guy right that guy is still identifying as straight i don't know how that really works i don't understand that but also number two i think it's a horrible look for conservatives to be posting this dude around do you know how many like serious allegations he's had against him how you know he was asking for pics of little boys and and talking about boys private parts um when they online when they were only 16 years old and said like we are literally promoting this pedophile putting him on a pedestal for for what because he said one thing that's what these people do though they create such absurd stories right you know there's they thems you know tomatoes and wolves and whatever the hell you can identify as a carpet if you want to that's fine and then they backtrack a little bit and then they try to like get you on board with like less absurd things like now conservatives are, you know, we're going the whole like they them route is like crazy, but I'm sitting in front of you with high heels on right now and I'm a dude. So accept me because it's a little less freaking insane. And we do, and we're posting it around. Like it's, it's the right thing. Like we support this. Yeah. What I think is stupid, uh, Jeffrey is, uh, wearing high heels, makeup and women's clothing and, uh, going around, obviously, saying the things he said in the past that's what i think is stupid um i feel like it's the same type of thing where we as conservatives tried to say that the uh caitlin jenner or whatever 
was somehow a conservative and mm-hmm. that we were going to back her for governor of California. Um, it's just like our standards suddenly drop whenever conservatives just hear one talking point that they agree with. And that's something that we need to change is that we can't just let our standards drop because they want our standards to drop. That's why these people are coming out saying this, because every time our standards drop, their standards go up and they get more voters. So our main thing is we have to stay strong to what we actually believe in and stop bowing down to them because they're never going to give us what we want anyway. So why are we bowing down in the first place? Yeah, I agree. And honestly, we just saw that, too, with the whole Rihanna thing. We bent our beliefs and our morals and and we had conservative influencers out there posting her, propping her up, saying, oh, my gosh, she's pregnant. And she did this and whatever, totally ignoring the satanic symbolism that was behind her performance and shaming conservatives for sticking to their beliefs and saying that it, things were wrong with it. And and we just that that was just another example of how we posted this girl around, promoted this girl, and we were bending our beliefs and, and our morals and our values because um People, these conservative influencers, like, oh, we're never going to lose the, we're never going to win the culture war if we do this. This is more. This is one. I don't under, I don't think they understand what a culture war is because bending your beliefs and your, you know, that's losing a culture war. But this is just a spiritual war more than anything. So, it's truly. I love the saying: "Give a mouse a cookie, he'll ask for a glass of milk." Never bend to them whatsoever never give them an inch because they're always going to want more anyways Mm -hmm. so that's where i never see the point it's like never negotiating with terrorists it's it's the same type of thing i I don't understand (laughs) why we want to do it yeah so um i got two things to state here uh number one danny i know you're a guest on the show but i gotta go over some rules real quick you stated that caitlin jenner was a she that is a man that is a he (laughs) We, we don't do this woke I, stuff I, on the show. I apologize. I actually, yes, I agree. That was my bad. <laughs> All right. Just, just clarifying here. That is a man. And uh, second thing. Now I forget what I was about to say because I just, I was so happy to say that one. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I crap. messed up the he, she thing the last episode too. I'm, and I'm still here. So yeah, you're good. You're fine. <laughs> I'm just going to start calling them it's, you know, that's better. Yeah. I, I got it. I got it. The second thing, these um, influencers, especially on Twitter, where this guy likes to make a living that thinks he's the president of some certain organization that likes to you know, grab his crotch and snip his fingers like Rihanna and then say he's going to be a backup dancer. You need to get a life. Your opinion sucks. And you're calling out other conservatives because we dare question this. Like you say you can question things and then you try to make you try to laugh at conservatives like, no, bro. Get out of Hollywood or out L.A., wherever you're at. It already has changed your mind for the worse. Um, rethink things. Don't post as much and um, stop being a fake conservative because uh, you being Rihanna's little um, hype, hype, you want to be a dancer, you said hype dancer. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. You're basically uh, saying that's your queen and uh, I don't support that kind of shit. So move on. I don't understand any type of support being shown to Hollywood at this point because we spend countless hours a day posting and talking and going to events and everything, speaking about how, you know, no Hollywood, no, you know, um, worshiping these people, these artists and these, you know, these these influencers and singers and whatnot. Um, and then that's exactly what they, what they did. It's like situational. Everything is so situational with them. Yep. 
that's that's what they do. These these popular figures in the movement, they'll always state one thing, and then there'll be that certain individual at that right time, and they'll change all their beliefs on a dime and support it and act like you're the crazy ones for calling it out. It's it's what they do best. I feel like that's such a that's a reason to why people our age it's so hard for us to understand things that are happening in like politics and like in this whole space because everyone just switches up like you never know who's real who's not you know what I mean and like you you have to be careful who you support and stuff you have to kind of take bits and pieces from people instead of like just following this one person Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it gets so difficult because these people are so fake sometimes yeah that's that's true Uh, a lot of fake people not just in this movement but in life in general so uh watch out who you trust i guess is some life advice um someone else that is fake that likes to steal things is uh katie hobbs danny now i know you were looking into this more than me but katie hobbs um let's just be real stole an election that she was running herself with help from the cartel i guess so why don't you tell us a little bit more about that so it goes much deeper than even uh, Katie Hobbs. So it all started with uh, this lawyer named John Thaler, uh, who's part of this Terrace Thaler law firm. And uh, they uncovered that the Sonola cartel, which is the same cartel run by El Chapo, what a guy. Uh, was bribing officials. Yeah, was bribing officials all throughout the state of Arizona. And so uh, he's looked at over 120,000 documents and uh Basically, he found that they were bribing public officials and bribing the election officials. So what they do is they hacked into state agency databases um, and they uploaded fake documents to create fake people. And then they used these fake documents and gave these fake people fake college degrees and fake state licenses to make them eligible for the voter rolls and then use those as votes to cast for them. And it was all based on that. And he also found that uh, 25% of all active judges uh, in FEMA and Maricopa County are accepting bribes currently to allow these hackings into the system to continue. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Katie Hobbs then, so what the cartel does is they give uh, deeds of trust. So Katie Hobbs has nine deeds of trust in her name. Um, and some of these deeds have like title and mortgage companies, um, that don't even exist. So the companies on the deeds aren't even actual companies. So obviously that's first step that it's a fraud. And, uh, it's pretty easy in that if the buyer exists, the mortgage is used as a way to provide the owner of the deed money. And if the buyer does not exist, then the mortgage, uh, just serves as means of money laundering for them. So the deeds and transfers have been made to Runbeck. Uh, you might have heard of them in the 2022 election. They are the biggest ballot printing um, in the state of Arizona. A bunch of the ballots, you know, from that Dropbox 3, if you remember in Arizona, went to that Runbeck company mm-hmm. for a couple of days. Yeah, well, that Runbeck company has actually been receiving uh, many deeds from the cartels themselves um, to the president and uh vice president of Runbeck themselves. So they've bought off the printing company, the secretary of state, the governor, and the judges of Arizona. And if you want to talk about fake conservative, fake all that, all of this evidence was given to Governor Doug Ducey in May of 2022. So before the November election, he could have stopped a lot of this. He knew about it. 
did nothing and allowed for it to happen uh, once again. And uh, yeah, there's estimated 35,000 fake deeds of trust from the cartels. And some of these people that have been bought off include president and COO of Runbeck, Kirsten Cinema, Katie Hobbs, Adrian Fontes, who's Secretary of State, Bill Gates, not the, not the creepy Bill Gates. There's a, a different creepy Bill oh, Gates. More than this one? is the Bill Gates that's there's oh there's more than one. All right, uh, this guy's the Maricopa County Election Supervisor. He ran the the Dropbox Three fiasco in the 2022 election, and so yeah, the cartel has literally bought off the governor, Secretary of State state judges and the ballot printing companies themselves and so in return they've basically bought all state elections further from here on out until someone actually does something so we'll see where this goes from here but uh yeah they're just uncovering this now but i mean it was all this evidence was given to a republican governor in may of last year and he sat there and did nothing typical republican establishment uh Mm -hmm. They're afraid to act, typical, and we just let the Democrats walk all over us. What a so. mess. Wow. it's a lot of information to process there. Um, you know, I guess I could sum it up real quick. Uh, corruption runs deep in Arizona. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. We all knew it was bad, but none of us knew it was that bad. I mean, at least Paris I didn't think it was that bad. Perhaps for, for that lawyer well, guy, though. Oh, my gosh. I really hope they don't. Yeah, dead. Yeah, uh, they said... Uh, his car like spun out of control on the highway a couple weeks ago because they uh cartels messed with the rims of his tires um so he was going like 80 miles an hour and then the car suddenly like started flipping over and stuff so yeah they're all i bet you he's not going to last very long uh hope he's got great security we're going to need him but it also is if you think that arizona is the only state that this is happening in yeah i gotta break it to you that it i guarantee you it's almost every state um Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's taken just this guy who runs this law firm to uncover this and our own FBI, who has the materials that could easily cover this, is too busy spending their time raiding Baron Trump's bedroom. Um, it's it's a disgrace. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, quite the news coming out today. You know, it's always great when El Chapo's former cartel is basically running the state of Arizona. I mean. No wonder it took them forever to count those these ballots because they had a lot of steps to go through. It's not just as simple as counting a piece of paper, you know. Um, well, if you really remember, know. they made sure they no, made sure ahead. that all. Oh, you're good. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> they made sure that all outstanding ballots that quote needed to be counted had to go to that runback facility, of course, because the runback facility uh, is getting paid off by the cartels. So they could do whatever they want in there. And if you also remember, that's where all chain of custody was lost in those runback facilities. There was no no one watching the ballots. So, yeah, it just it's a big circle of corruption. And, of course, it all goes back to the cartels paying off these certain people just to basically take control of the entire state. It's just really sad because I feel like this is going to be another thing where no one acts, no one does anything, mm-hmm. and nothing gets solved. Because right now we have how many stories circulating us, and you know, even down to like the Pfizer thing, what's being done with that? Nothing. 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 Nothing ever happens. We just the government finally admitted that COVID started in the Wuhan lab and was funded by the NIH. What's 
what's going to happen with that? Where's Fauci? Why is he not behind bars? Yeah. Why this wasn't is where, he behind bars years ago or months ago? Even? This is where Kevin McCarthy should be all over this story because most Democrat Americans are still somewhat reasonable. And if you were to actually tell them the evidence and explain to them the corruption, not even that it's favoring one side or the other, just the corruption in general, they'd be all over trying to find what's actually going on. They don't want the cartels running their states. At least most of them don't. I know a couple of them probably do. But um, yeah, McCarthy's just dead quiet on it. And no one's talking about it. Uh, I'm guessing Tucker will probably be talking about it because he seems to be like the only one of the big uh, newscasters that actually mention stuff like this. But yeah, our elected officials are just silent on it. And this could be the biggest, it's the biggest story in the country. And I feel like it could help uh, show Democrats the amount of fraud that's going on. Yeah. No, no one can deny election fraud. That's for sure. Kevin McCarthy's swamp creature though. We we know he's never going to do anything. I mean, he literally gave the January 6th footage to Tucker instead of releasing it to people, like he said. So uh, you might like Tucker, but he said he was giving it to the people, and he didn't. So that, that's already a strike against McCarthy. That's like the 75th one now. Um, like you said, the we admitted that the leak happened. You know, if we're admitting the leak happened, what's it going to be another three years before we admit that the leak was intentional? That That's going to come out there on the road, right? That it was the actual like, attempt to start a war, chemical warfare, you know, to kill these people across the across the globe. You know, eventually that'll come out too, but we take a baby step. So we'll take this as a win for now. Us conspiracy theorists again, like 150, you know, at this point or whatever, probably more. But uh, baby steps, I guess, until we get the full story released. Yeah. yeah, but it's even like once we get the full story, we still don't prosecute anyone. We still no. don't end up mm-hmm. actually doing anything. But if yeah. it was a Republican, I mean, they'll they'll prosecute them in two seconds. But <laughs> if if it's the other way around, it's just, oh, yeah, you were caught. But yeah, we're still not going to prosecute you. But corruption in our party runs deep. <laughs> yeah, big time. I'm talking about you, DeSantis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Danny. Danny's based. Uh, just ask Jeb. Jeb Bush is all over it. Uh, George Soros is all over it. Uh-huh. I mean, if we don't say anything, we can't just allow that guy. He's basically George Bush reincarnated as this younger guy pretending to be uh, Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, some, someone's got to say something. We can't just let this guy get in there and then suddenly betray us once again that's what they do we've had so many conversations with each other and i didn't didn't (laughs) (laughs) it had to be said it had to be said yeah could work danny um yeah but like you said i mean when bush and and paul ryan and mitt romney are your your go-to circle yeah, sorry, man. You ain't getting my trust. I don't trust you. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Paul Ryan literally said today he's going to throw like a temper tantrum if Donald Trump's the nominee. He's going to refuse to go to the nomination. Um, yeah, they're all backing uh, Ron DeSanctimonious, as Trump calls him. <laughs> um, or Meatball Ron was another Meatball one. Ron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's got the nicknames down. So, yeah. Gotta love it. Can't wait to these uh, debates. 
Oh my gosh, I can't stage. wait for this beats. I'm so Meatball Ron over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you thought the because you'd be in jail was a good one. Oh, uh, Trump's been waiting for this for four years now. By the time we get to the, he's going to be throwing haymakers. <laughs> <laughs> no, that you should you would have been in jail is the best thing that he has ever said. <laughs> yeah, a video never. But then gets- it all goes back to once again. But then it all goes back to once again. He said you'd be in jail, and then his own Justice Department betrayed him, and we we couldn't prosecute it. It's yeah. just an endless cycle. Mm-hmm. Never end. Yep. Um, we got a lot of work to do to save this country. First, we got to get Trump back, you know, and, th- and then the real work starts. We we can't let the sanctimonious get anywhere near the White House. Um, so that's our first steps. But Danny, where can people find you or Turning Point, your page? I know you have both of them. So where can people find you at? Uh, they can find us at Turning Point underscore OSU on Instagram. And uh, yeah, you can find us there. Learn more about the Charlie Kirk event. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for coming on. So that's going to wrap us up this week. Watch out for fake conservatives. The cartels are running Arizona. Stay safe. Your vote does not matter because the cartels run you. Um, Ohio, you guys are screwed. Ukraine first. But I hope everyone had enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Bye, y'all.